Good morning. Welcome to chapel today. Uh, a little bit of a service of uh, Thanksgiving with some readings and prayer and, uh, and songs of Thanksgiving, of course, as uh, we get ready to uh, go into this joyous time of Thanksgiving break. Uh, so as we do so, I want to go ahead and ha- have you guys all stand and open to uh, hymn number 895, Now Thank We All Our God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We join me in a word of prayer. Almighty God, our Father, your generous goodness comes to us new every day. By the work of your Holy Spirit, lead us to acknowledge your goodness, give thanks for your benefits, and serve you in willing obedience. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. 
We'll continue by speaking a psalm, Psalm 67, responsibly. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us, that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let the peoples praise you. God shall bless us. Let all the ends of the earth fear him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I invite you to be seated. Times of abundance tempts us to forget the Lord and rely on our own power and resources. Our first reading recalls how the Lord is the one who took Israel out of Egypt, led and fed them in the wilderness, brought them into the land, and gave them power to be productive. Thank God is to remember and proclaim his deeds. Today's first reading comes from Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 1 through 10. The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to give to our fathers. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led us these forty days in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let let you hunger and feed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these forty days. Know then that in your heart, as man disciples, as man dis- disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs flowing out of the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without sacrifice, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron, and out of those hills you can dig copper, and you shall eat and be full, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the land, the good land he has given you. This is the word of the Lord. Christian fellowship involves a sharing with those in need. In our second reading, Paul is gathering a collection for the church in Jerusalem from all the Gentile churches he helped found. With his words, we are reminded that we can be extravagant in our giving because God is extravagant, not stingy, in providing in our lives. Today's second reading comes from 2 Corinthians 9, verses 6-15. through The point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, 
so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. As it is written, He has distributed freely, He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing in many thanksgivings to God. By their approval of this service, service, they will glorify God because of your submission that comes from your confession of the gospel of Christ and the generosity of your contribution for them and for all others, while they long for you and pray for you because of the surpassing grace of God upon you. Thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. This is the word of the Lord.
In our Gospel reading, a Samaritan leper can serve as a model for our thanksgiving. He does not take for granted the kindness shown to him, but takes time to thank God, to thank Jesus, and glorify God. Our reading comes from Luke chapter 17. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the gospel of the Lord. I invite you to stand and join me in a time of prayer. Today in our... uh... In our time of prayer, I'll speak various needs uh, within the community and others. We'll join our, uh, our prayers together with our collective voice with the responses here. I'll, I'll end each part petition with, let us pray to the Lord. Together as a congregation, we'll respond, respond Lord, have mercy. Giving thanks for God's blessings, we pray for the church, for all who are in need, and for God's good creation. For the church, that its generosity produces thanksgiving and continues to supply the needs of the saints, let us pray to the Lord. For the restoration of an abundant creation that produces food enough for all to eat their fill and have leftovers to share, let us pray to the Lord. For nations to come to ways of governing that produce peace, prosperity, and safety, let us pray to the Lord. For His Spirit to use our hands and lives to produce healing, comfort, and hope, let us pray to the Lord. For our university's faith in action, inviting all to share His indescribable gifts in Christ's love, Let us pray to the Lord. 
For those who are in need of healing, we think especially of Dick Sherry, father-in-law to Carolyn Sherry, and grandfather to students Richard and Nick Sherry, that healing would be granted. Let us pray to the Lord. And for all those who will be traveling, students, faculty, and staff traveling during Thanksgiving week, as well as specifically the students and faculty and staff and families who are traveling to Guatemala tomorrow for a mission trip, that they would be kept safe in the mercy of God in all their travels. Let us pray to the Lord. Receive our prayers and hopes and bring us safely into all joy and peace. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. We'll continue with our closing hymn, hymn number 894, For the Fruits of His Creation.
And now go with God's benediction. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and always. Amen. Go in peace.